Hello, Blaggett. It's Amanda Laura, and here to do the annoying intro. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I think it's annoying, and we, we've had no feedback that it's annoying, but I can imagine this is annoying because I always, when Mark Marin has his intros, I always fast forward through them. Um, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this quick. Um, we have 97 reviews right now. Um, we would like to have 111 before Allie gives birth, which is supposed to be actually in, if you're listening, like when this episode comes out, it's going to be in a few weeks from now. Um, or it could be now. I mean, like the baby's cooked. There could be a baby crawling out of Allie's vagina as we speak. So if you could please leave us some iTunes reviews, Five stars only. We would love it. We would appreciate it. Literally takes 30 seconds. Uh, the directions are in the show notes. Please follow us on social. I'm at Amanda Lauren on Twitter and at It's Amanda Lauren on Instagram because Instagram hates me. Ali is at Ali Levine Design across all platforms because she has her shit together, clearly, and um, I don't. Or maybe I do. I don't know. Changes every day. Um... This episode, we have Dr. Sal. He is an amazing concierge doctor in Los Angeles. He does Botox, fillers, all sorts of injections, and he does them at your house. Um, and so this episode is about, we, we talk about that, but we also just talk about other things, products, tips, how things work, skincare, etc., uh, this was a really fun episode to record. We love Dr. Sal. He also tells the most amazing stories. Um, and if you like Howard Stern, you'll also really appreciate this, this episode. I can't tell you why, but um, you'll, you'll appreciate it. Anyway, um, that's pretty much it. And as usual, all links are in the show notes. And stay fabulous. Bye. That's, uh, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Exactly. I'm a
Um, he is so you. It was rejuvenation in motion. Yes. And now, by they've only written about you a hundred <laughs> times, so I'm gonna fuck this up. Um, no pressure, Amanda. It is now Doctor Sal's mobile med spa. Mobile med spa. Yeah. I love that. I, it's very simple and mm-hmm. uh, easy to remember. Exactly, very easy to remember. It's not long uh, because the website is actually drsal.com. Wait, you have to tell the Dr. Sal story because yes. I love this. Yes, <laughs> so, so this is a good story. Yeah, this is this is like one of the best stories. So way back when in 2000, I bought uh, drsal.com, drsal.com. And I bought all the combos, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-A-L.com, <laughs> Doxel.com, DrSal.net. Did Bo Dowdy give you like a discount or one? Yeah, they did back then. Right? Yeah, like, not oh, anymore, but back then they did. 18, 18 years ago. But yeah. uh, so I bought that. And about four or five years later, I got a random email from a attorney saying that my client, uh, their client, I should say, um, wanted to buy DrSal.com from me. And I didn't think anything of it. I was in medical training. I was in residency, I think, at the time. And, and uh, you know, any amount of money would have been nice because <laughs> I was making virtually nothing. You know? so, um, so it was nice to hear that it was a wanted name. And, and uh, so I, I bid at it. And uh, um, I said, so what's your offer? And, you know, they lowballed me initially. And then long story short, we kept negotiating back and forth. And the last offer was $30,000 to buy drsal.com. And at that time, so I did my research. Not uh, too shabby. <laughs> I know, not too bad. Uh, you know, but at that time, that was the benchmark. And uh, it was about 30 to... Actually, the benchmark was about 50000 for a good name. Yeah, but 30000 if you're making no... I was going to say, I'm not going to lie, 30000 yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, where do I sign? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd take it. You know, so I was kind of happy at thirty, but I was getting a little... Uh, um, greedy and and I wanted uh, drsal.com to sell at, at 50. So, you know, because that was that benchmark at the time and I was a little cocky. So I said, <laughs> like, uh, exactly. So I said, 50,000 last and final offer. Um, <laughs> if for some reason you want uh, the full spelling of doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-A-L.com or drsal.net, I'd sell those for half of the previous offer. So, um, 15000 for those two. But if you want drsal.com, 50000 And unfortunately for me at that time, he walked away. Uh, never heard back from him. Um, emailed him as a reminder about a week later. Never heard back after that. So in my free time, I kind of Googled uh, this attorney and found out, did a little research at that time, and found out that that attorney actually represents Dr. Sal Calabro, who is uh, this plastic surgeon. He was based out of Philadelphia, but he used to show up on Howard Stern's uh, radio show. And Mm -hmm. at that time, he had a TV show, too. And uh, he would show up as Dr. Sal. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, he was always known on the show, um, uh, Stern. And then uh, what's the female sidekick's name? Uh, Uh, Robin. Robin. Yeah, so Robin and uh, Howard would always call him uh, Dr. Sal. So for obvious reasons, he wanted to be known as Dr. Sal and have the, uh, the, the .com, mm-hmm. which I owned. <laughs> and uh, so his website was drsalcalabro.com. So you kind of had to know, you know how to spell Calabro. And, <laughs> and so he wanted Dr. Sal for obvious reasons. Just a little sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I was happy that, you know, it, it ended up, 
being mine, and luckily I didn't really care at that point. It was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, blessing in disguise, you know, what, almost 12, 13 years later, now I'm using it as my own website. Yeah. Uh, But last year, I applied for a trademark for Dr. Sal, and uh, lo and behold, you know, I was with a friend of mine who's a patent attorney, we're on this hike uh, in Running Canyon, and, you know, I was telling him this whole story about Dr. Sal Calabro, and (laughs) and he's like, why haven't you gotten Dr. Sal trademarked? So I'm like, I don't even think about it. You know, I didn't know you could trademark your name. Right. He's like, well, you know, there are exceptions to the rule. Normally you're not allowed to, but if it's, you're using it as a business, if it's your identity for your business, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we came home, went on the U.S. Uh, Patent and Trademark Office website, and sure enough, Dr. Sal Calabro owned the oh, trademark shit. from tw- <laughs> 2004 or so to 2013. And, you know, so I look back and I'm like, because I saved all those emails from when that his attorney. You didn't save them. You just didn't delete them. I didn't delete them. I didn't delete them. So I I went back and sure enough, it was exactly at the time when I was emailing this attorney trying to negotiate for Dr. Sal.com. So yeah, he probably got pissed off at me for not selling it for the price they wanted. He went and said, screw this this Sal guy and and, uh, ended up getting the trademark. So I was like, well, you know, I guess, you know, to the loser comes the spoils because I got the trademark in the end because I did apply. My attorney, the patent attorney was like, hey, it's available since 2013. This is like 20, late 2016. He's like, it's been free for three years. You got to get it. So long story short, I applied for it and got it last summer. And that's pretty much when I switched everything over from Rejuvenation in Motion to Dr. Sal, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Sal's Mobile Med Spa, and then the website is just drsal.com. But... You know, I hadn't heard of Dr. Sal Calabro in a while. And occasionally I'll listen to uh, Stern's radio show on, on uh, Sirius XM, and, and he's nowhere to be seen. He doesn't show up on the show anymore. Well, sh- and, have you listened to the show recently? Yeah. It's so bad. It's bad, Like, yeah. I, I don't need, like, fucking high pitch or, like, Ben <laughs> or any of the... They're so... It is they're bad. so bad. They're yeah. just not, like... You know what? I love his celebrity interviews. He did one with Billy Corgan a while ago, oh, yeah. which if you have access, if any of the blogettes are listening and you have access to the archives, and I think it might be, I'm like 80% sure it's on YouTube. It was such a good performance and interview. You have to listen to it. But like, I don't give a fuck about the wax pad. <laughs> and no one gives a fuck about the wax pad. Yep. They're just these, like, I, these so did he just disappear? Do we know what happened? So, oh, you mean Doctor's Collaborator? Wow, yeah. This is crazy. So, so I, you know, I just on a whim, I'm like, what happened to this guy? So I Googled him. Deep Can't back. find him. Yeah. Shut he up. has literally disappeared. I, I look too. Yeah. And there's nothing on him. I don't wow. know if he lost his medical license, if he's in jail, if he's dead. I Shit. honestly have no idea. Um, and then, you know, I mean, on the U.S. Patent uh, Trademark Office, the USPTO uh, website, when you go to the website mm-hmm. and put in Dr. Sal, you'll see mine now as an active website, or active uh, trademark. But under mine, you'll see his, and they have what they call a live and dead status, which doesn't mean anything about the person being live. <laughs> it just means the <laughs> trademark. Say, damn, that's intense. Yeah, so mine says live, obviously, because it, it went uh, active and approved um, last year. But under his, it says dead. And then there's no communication after that. Um, and it's all public domain. Anyone can go to the USPTO.gov wow. so website. Weird. So weird. And you can look it up. And, and when Is you he put like in. Is he a mob doctor? I don't know. I mean, he had strippers and hookers <laughs> show up on the show, and he used to operate on them. So I don't know if he did some shady stuff. 
or what, but he has disappeared. I don't know where he is. That's I mean, so his Philadelphia That's plastic wild. surgery office phone number is disconnected. Um, his website, which used to be, you know, drsalcalabro.com. Someone, someone wiped him off. And then uh, he had Dr. Sal Calabro and Sal Calabro, uh, dot com, and How they're no gone. One, like, tried to, this is like an episode of, like, Sword and Scale. I know. <laughs> yeah, like, what happened to, like, this, mm-hmm. or, like, a bad episode yeah. of, I, like, on Discovery mm-hmm. ID. Not right? that I watch it, I really don't. Like, <laughs> like, what, that's so scary. It is. I mean, the only, the last things you see on him are, like, late 2000s. That sounds like a mob job. 09, 10, somewhere around there, but then all of a sudden, by 2011, you don't see anything after in Google I mean after that date about him he's disappeared I mean, if anything, you would see something, mm-hmm. you know? If you see it, you'd see an obituary. An obituary yeah. That's what I'm saying. To, to me, show. that sounds like a mob job. Because, like, yeah. I mean, you know, like, living in New York, like, when, I, when you don't... I, I, I don't. My dad was not that kind of a... No, job. not your father. <laughs> but, like, you know you've heard stories, no, like, it's... living in New York, because I know I have. And it's like, all of a sudden, that person just happened to disappear. There's no trace. There's no way to find them. Yep. Like, you can't... Call you can't look them up. There's no obituary like that's some shade shit. Witness protection yeah. program. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of thing, you know? exactly. <laughs> that's so. But people don't stay in that forever. I think. No, no they don't. Yeah. Can't. I mean, like, I can't imagine. That's so, the in like that's so, so in the weird. lifetime movie of this. <laughs> I know, right? Amanda Someone would stage. show up at your door trying to kill you. God forbid. I know. Oh my God. Like, I am Indian. I am not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> you can look up my last name. I'm like, I'm Indian. Do you see this photograph in my cabinet? No, that's terrible. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> that's okay. Um, that's funny. That's, 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 a good, that's a good lead-in to Dr. Sal. <laughs> I know. This is, so, Dr. Sal leads a very interesting life. Yeah. So, what you do is, so you're basically a concierge doctor, but you're not, like, a membership, like... No. Yeah, so, typical concierge yeah, docs, they do... To you. <laughs> yeah, they, they do primary care in your home. They usually have an office, but then they'll make house calls once in a while, treat you for colds and flus and, and typical primary care stuff that you go to your primary care physician for. Um, and they, you know, they charge a subscription fee you know or a membership fee. Insurance, by the way? Some do. Yeah, some newer ones do, actually, because oh, wow. they're getting pressured um, because a lot that. of people... Yeah, most of them are cash, cash only, but um, mm-hmm. there are some that do accept... Um, insurance. Yeah. I, I hate going to the fucking doctor. I find it so <laughs> annoying. Yeah, like with your, like I, I've said, by the way, I think I've said this, I haven't said this on a podcast. You've gone to the doctor so many times, I actually plan when I get pregnant to say to my doctor, well, <laughs> she does. she's like, whatever like, you want to charge my insurance for, I'm cool with that. She's like, like don't, don't make me come in. But I'm trying to explain to her, like, unfortunately, like, that is the way of that is the way of the world. Like they literally, like you like in the beginning, it's more like two three weeks. But then when you get to like thirty two or thirty three, oh, it's like yeah. now it's like once a week. Like yep. no matter what, one week appointment, week, one week appointment, one week appointment. It's yeah. like oh my god, like what what why? And, and honestly, I was telling Amanda, I feel like in the beginning it should be like that because that's yeah. when they're growing and that's when yeah. everything is like happening and you should be watching what's happening and paying attention. When you're at the end, it's like, oh, well, uh, your diet's fucked. Well, well, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't understand. Like, I was telling Amanda, like, I failed um, uh, last month my, like, uh, whatever it's called, the glycerin sugar test or whatever. Mm-hmm. And luckily enough, I got retested and I was fine. That's good. But, like, uh, you know, the, the the month that I failed, like, they were, like, you know, they are freaking out. And, this and, that. and I said to the doctor, I'm like, 
So how come, like, this wasn't addressed back when, you know, she was, like, growing and, like, I was, you know, starting to eat, like, and this and that, and they're like, oh, well, because we don't test for it till the end. And that makes no sense to me. It's like, so there's nothing I can do now. Right. There's nothing I can do now other than, like, do your bullshit and that's going to add up to money. I know. And it's, like, it's so crazy. And now it's, like, one-week appointments. For what reason? Just to monitor to make sure that, like, she's growing and Mm -hmm. everything's good and... That's about it. But it's like, well, what about the monitoring when they were first developing? I just exactly. don't get it. I feel like it's so backwards. It's, it is. It's very backwards. Um, yeah. Actually, I have a, a funny story. Um, back in medical school, um, I was a third-year med student. So first two years, you spend the whole time in, in the classroom in mm-hmm. med school. Then third and fourth year, you spend all in the hospital right. doing clinical rotations. So, you know, each rotation is like two months, three months or so. Some of them are even one month. But, you know, we, I was doing my OB, OB-GYN rotation. And, uh, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, not, not, not me by any means, but it's a requirement. You got to do it uh, to get exposure to it. And so I was doing my rotations, and then one of my high school friends, um, he was like one of the first in my, my group of friends to get married, and, and uh, his wife was pregnant. So one day, um, I was actually, ironically enough, I was in my OB rotation, and uh, after I got back from the hospital, he calls me, and he's like, hey, Sal, I got a request. And I'm like, uh, sure, what? He goes, uh, could you possibly deliver me and uh, Elizabeth's baby? Oh, and I was whoa. Like, uh, NBD. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, buddy, I, my friend's name is Tom, and I was like, I would love to, but I'm not even a full-fledged doctor yet. I'm a third-year med student. I'm actually in, ironically enough, I just by chance, I happen to be doing OB. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I don't right? have the facilities or, or the knowledge right? for this. So, so he's like, okay, well... Uh, so I just suggested, and literally it was one of those off-the-cuff, you know, uh, things that I was like, why don't you do this? Why don't you have you and Elizabeth go to your first prenatal visit, which is coming up because they were at like three months uh, or two months right. uh, pregnant. And uh, I said, why don't you ask your OB if you don't mind if a friend of yours who's a med student comes in and watches. So mm-hmm. the OB, they asked the OB at the first uh, prenatal visit, and the OB's like, sure, why not? Right. I don't think he had a clue, he or she, I forgot who the OB was, but I don't think they, that OB had a clue what was coming because they were so, like, afraid because they had never really had any medis- medical people in their family, and this is, like, one of the first, you know, grandchildren for their parents and first baby in that entire family, right. basically. Big so deal. So they wanted me to come to every single visit. Oh, my God. So for six months, every single prenatal visit, I was coming, you know, because luckily I I lived not too far from their hospital and their doc, and I was going, and then, like you were saying, the Mm -hmm. last trimester, it's every week. Oh, it's insane. Did you get, like, like credit, school credit? I know. This is, like, No, no, nothing. This is, like, all on my own. And uh, so... In the end, and I can't imagine, like, what the nurses and the mm-hmm. clinic were like, who the hell is this guy <laughs> coming in, you know, as, like, a three-way family? <laughs> I mean, it's a little odd. But, and I didn't know what to say either because it's a little different, you know. If someone asks, I'm like, oh, I'm just here for moral support. But I was there for every single prenatal visit. And then, ironically enough, she was due during the holiday season between Christmas and New Year's is her due date. And sure enough... She showed up um, in contractions, and I happen to be in med school. You do get, like, two weeks off uh-huh. between Christmas and New Year's. So 
Tom calls me. He goes, Elizabeth just went into labor. Can you make it? I'm like, sure. So she had like 22, 23 hours of labor, Oof. but I was there the whole time. And when she crowned, you know, the by that point, the OB knew me, you know. And, uh, <laughs> Very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So when it came down to it, um, you know, he asked me to deliver the baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he looked at me. I was oh on the God. side of Elizabeth. Tom was on one That's side. So I was cute. on the other. And uh, she was crowning. He checked her. She crowned at 10. And, and uh, he looks at me and he goes, uh, it wasn't Amelia. I, was, I do remember now. But he looks at me. He goes, it's all you. Oh my and I God. look at Tom and Elizabeth, I'm like, you, it's your call, obviously. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, they go like, and of course, Elizabeth in pain, and she's like, just friggin' do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who delivers this, just deliver this baby. And Tom's like, it's all you, man. So, Aww. yeah, so it was really cool. Wow. Got to deliver his first baby. Wow, and it's I funny because now she's like, you. 12, 13 years old. Yeah. You know, but yeah, she she knows now, you know, for, oh as she God. got older, you know, the parents told her oh. that, hey, by the way, you know, Uncle Sal's delivered you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Was so, that like the most surreal experience? It was. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, I had, by that point, you know, I had only seen like maybe five or six deliveries, mm-hmm. just assist on them, but never uh, actually fully deliver. Right. You know, and the OB was nice. He's like, I'm right here. I'm right next to you. If there's any complications, just move over. I'll, I'll take over. I'll literally push you out of the way. Right. I'll handle. Times. Yeah. But he goes, it's all you. So I did it. And wow. What a nice OB. I got awesome. right? Yeah. It was really anymore. awesome. I was going to say, they're like such assholes. Oh, they're such <laughs> assholes now. They'd be like, get the fuck out of the way. All right. Wow. So, yeah, it was an awesome experience. I got to say. Was it surreal? Like, when you caught... Their baby? Yeah. Wow. It was really, really cool. Because the first one, you know, it's uh, an awesome experience because, uh, you know, I've always assisted on them, but I've yeah. never actually been the of course. one taking the baby yeah. you know, wow. first. And, and uh, I handed the, the baby to Tom, who cut the cord, mm-hmm. um, or actually handed him, you know, in my hands, and right. then he cut the cord, and mm-hmm. then they cleaned her up and handed her to Elizabeth. So wow. it was pretty awesome. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. It's a really That's cool amazing. story. Yeah, yeah. So I would really not cool. want that many people like in the room. <laughs> I'm not sure I would want my husband in the room. Come oh. here, I'm very old school. Like I don't know if he should see that. Ethan uh, will want to be there. I You're out of your mind. I think I just want to like a doula and have it to just like like I I don't no, want to no, involve. No, no. I don't want to. Ethan said I want to be there. Maybe, well, like, but not like when it's like coming. I don't know. That's kind of. I could tell you stories. I when I was a residency, I did. Uh, this was back in med school days, you know. Then I, you know, became a physician, went through residency, and and I had to do about uh, four, three or four months of OB again. But then it's you know full responsibility mm-hmm, yeah. on us. So mm-hmm. the attending OBs are you know in the nursing station. If there's an issue, they call them. But we go in the room and deliver, and. Uh, there was one time where it was a family of like fifteen. Oh. They had cousins, aunts, uncles, and then they have like a whole shebang. Yeah, and then they have the mirror, mm-hmm. so you so know, they can all see so, what's going on. Yeah. Oh. So the the pa- the, the family no, I'm, and I'm friends are not allowed. So they have the drape, um, you know, drape up at their waistline. So they have to be this, you know, um, torso up by the head of the mom. You know, so it's just the OB doing this, but then they have the mirror uh, so that anyone... Need to, why do people need to see that? I know. Listen, some family, like, some families, like a, like a lot of Mexican families, a lot of different types yeah, of cultures... that's true. They want the too. whole celebration. Like, yeah. they 
literally they will have their cousins, their aunts and uncles, like their sibling. Like it is 15, 35 people minimum that are all involved in this whole situation. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I'm one of the many people looking at my no-no, so. What? <laughs> like, I couldn't deal with that. I know, like, I was like, like, don't look down there. So that's the reason that's why I call it a no-no. <laughs> I just don't. It just seems like, like it just seems like <coughs> not too many fucking people. Also, like, no, germs, like, the babies being brought into. Like, and I'm not a germaphobe. I wouldn't want a bunch of gross adults around my newborn baby. Yep. Like, that just doesn't seem like I don't have Purell. Okay, in the car, in case, like, my hands get sticky. But, like, I'm not that kind of person. I just don't want that near my baby. No. And then it, you know, became a distraction because, you know, a lot of the younger <laughs> kids, care. like, the 8 to 10-year-old kids that were in there were, you know, like, shrieking and, yeah, and yelling yeah. when, when the baby started coming out. Oh, yeah. And, and the, ooh, you know. And right. Like, okay, this, you know, we if you're going to be in the room, you have to Shut stay quiet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because. Put your headset on and yeah, just, like, watch and be quiet. It's very distracting for the mother and, right. and the doctor delivering, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's appropriate for an yeah. eight-year-old to see. I know. Like, yeah, I'm with you on again, that. Like, There's like I'm, certain things I'm not like, a parent, they can't but, like, take that back. That doesn't seem. Yeah. Is not. Yeah. It really isn't. It, it's not for children. No, <laughs> no, that is definitely <laughs> not for children. No. Not, not at all. Like that. That's awful. Yep. So interesting story. So but. now, now you deal sure. with prettier things. Yes, <laughs> definitely no vaginas. No. <laughs> Maybe That's in the really future for daughter. rejuvenation, but That's yeah. really nice. We have on Dr. Lisa Masterson who does oh, that. She does rejuvenation, no yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, they just laser it down there. It's yeah. the hottest thing it in, is. in female um, and, 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 rejuvenation. And vajayshal. Yeah. How do you say vajayshal? Vajayshal. Vajayshal. Like vajayshal? Vajayshal. It is. You know what? Yeah. I think that's like kind of weird to do. Right? It is weird, but I'm just saying that's a thing right now. Yeah. Is the vajayshal. How is it? It's the the J show. I don't feel like that's. I don't know. Like, I feel. I don't know. And obviously, you're talking. All of that, like, was created to work a certain way. Like, we yeah, I agree with that. With it unless mm-hmm. something yeah. is wrong. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think you know, it's one of those things that you know, it's always been around vaginal rejuvenation for, you know, decades now, you know, since cosmetic and plastic oh surgery became popular. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, OBs can do it, you know, if they're trained in it, obviously they do it left and right, you know, to tighten up the muscles down there, you know, for obvious reasons during right. sexual intercourse and things like that, you know, that yeah. women, <laughs> women want, you know, uh, we want a tighter, tight back. <laughs> tighter okay. vagina. Sorry, I'm just trying to be proper. No, but, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it's been around, but you know, obviously if it's surgical, there's surgical risks. The downtime is a lot longer because you're cutting down there. So, you know, a woman has to go through a lot more trauma and now all of a sudden with these heated lasers, you know, you can literally put a, a probe inside and, and, you know, 30 minutes later, all of a sudden all those muscles are tightened up. Yeah. So they like it because it's a very outpatient in and out procedure, you know, less than an hour you're in and out. You pay, you know, the certain amount of money, and then you're done. I can't imagine um, trying to pee afterwards. I feel like it would. I know. Fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds interesting. Like I, I don't know about that. Yeah, God. it's. Uh, That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you really need it, I feel like if you don't need it, like why fuck with things down sure. there? Sure. No, I agree. You know, and uh, I mean, it's something that I'm considering in the future. I, if I did it. You know, it would be in an office setting. I certainly wouldn't be able to go to someone's home. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a possibility if I went to someone's home, then I would bring a female nurse, you know, just to make yeah. sure that it's very by the book. Right. Uh, that there's a female 
um, assistant, essentially mm-hmm. helping me and witnessing what's going on. Yeah, so, that makes sense. You know, there's no accusations of sexual harassment. Uh, oh God! Yeah, especially nowadays. So that that's the one biggest risk, you know, of going to people's homes is that there are a lot of crazies out there, and you got to watch out. You know? Have you so, ever had any crazy patients? I have. Yes. <laughs> right. So you know, they definitely exist, and and uh, it's just part of the industry. You have to get used to it. You know that uh, they're. Even though they may look normal, they may not, you know, in reality, you know, so, uh, but you have to do what you need to do to protect yourself, make sure that, you know, obviously you're doing things by the book, but also documenting everything, um, witnessing everything, making sure that you're explaining everything to the patient so that there's no discrepancy that, hey, why didn't you do this? You know, because I do when I come into someone's home. Um, I absolutely try to explain to everybody there, you know, whether it's the patient or the patient's family, husband, wife, whatever, that this is exactly what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. My husband so. always finds it so disturbing when you come over. He's like, I don't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so... He's but, like, uh, I don't want to see that. Like, <laughs> like I don't need to know how the sauce is made. I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. No, I make sure Justin's, Justin's not hard. Although, although one time, poor Dr. Sal, I'll never forget, he was doing my lips. Mm-hmm. And I, like, had a full-blown, like, anxiety attack. And thank God he's as nice and wonderful as he is. Because he just, like, calmed me down and, like, held my hand and was like, it's okay. Breathe. Like, we'll take a break, mm-hmm. get water, like, calm down. But I literally almost passed out. And he was, like, he yeah. was freaking out. He's, like, oh, my God, Justin's going to come home and really? shoot me. <laughs> because I was, like, <laughs> sitting on the ground. And I, like, couldn't get up. And I, like, couldn't function. And it had nothing to do with him. It was, like, sure. my anxiety took over from, like, because it, it was what we learned with me. I couldn't do, like, which I'll go into, obviously, with fillers. But, like, I couldn't do, like, the threading. I needed to just mm-hmm. be, like the pricks through mm-hmm. and the threading feeling and feeling like that actually going through was just no bueno for Allie. Yeah. And I immediately, like as soon as I started oh to feel it, God. I yeah. immediately tripped out. Like I remember feeling my eyes starting to like roll back and my head get warm. Like I immediately, oh yeah, I immediately yeah, I tripped that. out. And he like could tell because I started like kind of getting like dizzy and like not being able to sit in a chair and he like grabbed my hand and was like, are you okay? Like, like we're, let's stop. Let's get what like let's get you water. Or like, are you alright? And I was like, okay, all right. I just do it again. Like I was so bad, and he was like, oh my god, Justin's gonna come home and literally shoot me because <laughs> I couldn't move. It, it was, was definitely a trip. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. We got we got much closer after that yeah. experience. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, sorry, I'm such a nutcase. Like I'm so surprised. I feel like you when you're not pregnant, you do that enough, or like you would not. Yeah. And I didn't freak out with anything else we've done, but, like, for whatever reason, that just... Yeah, that just... That, that feeling, just, like, I think that yeah. sensitivity for me just set me off. Like, it's like I was telling him, like, it's, it's interesting, and I think everybody's different when they do procedures, but, like, as long as I can kind of look away or shut my eyes or kind of tell myself, like, okay, it's quick and it's going to be done, I'm, like, good. And I think the fact that even though he was doing it quick, the, I could feel, like, it being threaded, that's what, like, made my yeah. skin crawl. It was, like... I can feel this, and my body is like, oh, no, 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 and I tripped. Really? Oh, my God, it was really, yeah, it was like, there's, yeah. I mean, there's two ways to do the filler. I mean, yeah. the traditional old way is just direct injection yeah, with that's the needle. Right. Same, <laughs> same 30-gauge needle used with a Botox, so it's a really small, it's a little prick, right. um, but the newer way and the more safer way now is to do it Which with uh, a cannula. Uh, it's a blunt, blunt, blunt. God, I can't speak blunt tip. <laughs> so, you know, it's basically like your fingernail. I mean, it's rounded. There's no mm-hmm. sharp tip. So it's not an actual needle. But obviously, there's a little hole in the end. 
Um, so you just use uh, a needle to poke a hole where you want to start threading. Mm -hmm. So for the lips, it would be at the um, either end of the lips, you know, on the far side. Uh, you poke a little hole, keep that needle in just for about like, it's like an acupuncture needle. You poke it in, uh, keep it That's for about... That's what it was, the poking? Yeah. I don't know what it was. So that Game over. Hole, you <laughs> leave it in for like a minute so that it dilates, and then you immediately pull it out and you put the cannula in, and then you start threading the cannula up. So I it's remember, not doing like, any damage like, because there's no like actual uh, sharp end because uh, it's not a needle. It's a, it's a blunt tip. Right? right. So it's not causing any damage to f uh, feed it through. But the problem is a lot of people can feel it because your lips are sensitive. Um, they can see it if they start yep. looking down. They yep. can see me doing this, you know. Really? Uh -huh. yeah. It tripped me the fuck out. I'm so. the opposite. I'm, you're like, I'm like, yeah, don't even bother with the numbing cream. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're like another freak of nature. I I'm, love you, but I'm like, I don't care. Just like, like, do it. I'll like, take a numbing yeah. cream. I mean, I don't always need numbing, but no, lips, yes. I don't even want Botox, it. not as much. Once in a while, depending on my sensitivity before I was pregnant, like sometimes I would get like you know tiniest bit. And then have them do the Botox. If I felt like I was off that day or if I was stressed that day, I would just say, let's just do it just for safety. But then yeah. other than that, like, I was okay. But that threading, like, I'll never forget. Yeah. And it was funny because Anthony also had sensitivity. Because mm -hmm. and Anthony's, like, not a wuss at all. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to hate me this. Sorry, Aunt calling you out. No, but you lips. know. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know what? So, like, you've been on Anthony. I, I, yeah. I'm his Instagram. Like, right, that's true. Yeah. Everyone knows Anthony. But, like, you know, yeah. like, but he, Anthony like, he Ponzo's even said early to me. Episode. Exactly. <laughs> but he even said to me, he was like, he's like, yeah, no, I get it. He's like, that feeling was like, ooh. Yeah, it's so, a different feeling. Yeah. You know? and, I, uh, I don't mind I guess it. I don't mind it. any of it. Like, I'm like, it kind of feels good in like a second twisted way. <laughs> of course, Mandalorian. I'm, no, it's <laughs> terrible though. Like, I, you know what, I was, Dr. Sheila Nazarian was doing injections mm -hmm. on me. This was like two, three years ago. And she, and she's like, oh, I don't have time for the numbers. She had like someone else coming in. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I don't need it. <laughs> Like, I'm just... She's so like, whatever. Sorry. But, like, if there's a cop behind me when I drive, I have a panic attack. <laughs> so, like, really... It That's just that Needles won't do anything. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, why, are they, why are they why behind, they behind me? me? I remember the last time we were on the phone. I'm like, there's a cop. There's a cop behind me. I have to hang up. I was like, oh, my God. No, sometimes I'm like, you need to stay on the me. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. It's like you either want to hang up or, or you want to stay yeah, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's that's no fine. like, hey, gotta go. Like, no, stay. <laughs> or no, no, bye. Yeah, exactly. Like, She's yeah, like, yeah. bye. I'm like, what, what, what just happened? Um, yeah, what just happened? But no, funny. but yeah, I don't know. Something about that feeling, like, and poor Doctor Salad. Can I just say, like, and not just really saying his name, like, yeah, exactly. Really good bedside manner. Like, can I just say, not just because he's our doctor, but like. Truly, like the nicest, sweetest, oh, like you. handled me. Like I felt bad for <laughs> I him. Like, really I was like, oh my god. Like I mean, I, I can only imagine. Like if it was me that was handling that patient, that person's like tripping out. Like that's got to be a mind fuck. All of a sudden, like they're fine, and all of a sudden they're just like not fine. You're just like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, and he's like, and your husband's coming home in an hour. That's great. <laughs> <It was like, laughs> Oh my god, he's gonna see me on the floor and go get his shit on. <laughs> You're like the worst. Oh I know, right? That's I can't funny. imagine when you give birth. No, it's why I'm doing tender because it's so much more comfortable than a fucking hospital. Yeah. I wanna be zen and I wanna have my candles and my crystals and my low lights. I don't want people coming in every five minutes, vaginal check, vaginal check, say the for my no-no. <laughs> Don't come in until the end. Like, yeah, seriously. Like, I was talking to my girlfriend yeah. recently gave birth, and she's like, literally, when I tell you I was in there for 19 hours, and they came in every five minutes in those 19 oh, hours of, like, 
Let me check. Let me check. Oh, you're not dilated. Okay, we'll come back. Oh, it was like, yeah. who the frick needs that? And that would give me so much anxiety knowing that I wasn't moving along in the process. Like, no, and don't, I don't tell me. Not, Just like, well, it's so funny. Like when my mom was in the hospital, and like I talked about this on a previous, um, on a previous podcast. Like my mom had cancer, had lung cancer, and she had surgery, and she's fine. She Thank didn't God. need chemo or yeah. radiation or anything. They just cut off a chunk That's of good. her lung. She's yeah. a fucking superstar. Wow. But she's like, I can't wait to get out of the hospital so I can go to sleep. And I'm like, what? Yep. I'm like, but aren't you supposed to? Like, I'm not a doctor, but aren't you supposed to, like, rest? And she's like, no, they wake you up. up. And I'm like, how does that promote you? You get very little rest in the hospital. They do. You get the worst, yeah, you get the worst rest. You just said it. You just get woken up and woken up. They're like, oh, let's just check you. So it's the same thing when you're giving birth. They say, my girlfriend was telling me that you they come in every five minutes. I'm like, vaginal check. And they flash the lights on, like, super bright, the fluorescent, horrible lights. <laughs> no like, one likes flashing no lights. <laughs> and they flash them on, and they're like, vaginal check. Yes, vaginal check, vaginal check. Oh, it's I fucking bad. hit someone. Right. I literally <laughs> punched someone in the face. Right. And I'd be like, you know what? Like, I <laughs> didn't have yourself out the door. You, so I'm a little <laughs> bit spaced out. Because <laughs> obviously you can't take, you know, Valium right. will get, can you yep. take Valium while giving birth? I don't no, think you can. No, you can't. No, not. No. No. Poor Amanda's gonna learn real quickly during her pregnancy and birth that all the drugs that she enjoys go out the window. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like not happening. But no, they do. They flash them on and they keep coming in, and I'm just like, what's the point? Like my girlfriend was telling me, like she literally couldn't dilate because she was so like you know like worked up and so mm-hmm. overwhelmed by them coming in constantly that she literally said was that this like in, wait, was this like, in Manhattan or yeah in Manhattan. And she said, literally, they just kept coming in and coming in. Oh my and God. to the point where she finally was like, holy crap, like, leave me alone. Like, I need to, like, almost, like, get in my own this space. This is why you need a doula. Right. To, yeah. like, to yeah. tell them right. to fuck off. You don't literally pay someone to tell, tell them other to, people exactly. to fuck off. You do. <laughs> it's their job to be like, yeah. fuck off. Nope, sorry, you can't come in. Nope, sorry, we're going to wait it. on that. Yeah. Like, because it's just, it's crazy how much they want to come in and constantly, like, intervention and be like, hey, let's check this. Hey, let's check that. And you're just like... Well, I'm already com- not comfortable as is. Why are you coming in every five minutes? Yeah. I'm not even getting any rest. And then, like, that's the other reason I don't honestly want to do, like, like the epidurals. Because my other two girlfriends were telling me, like, once you do that, like, you have a catheter in you. So you're oh. locked to the bed. Like, you're that's it. Yeah. Like, you're done. Like, that's you can't it. move. And I will <laughs> not do well with being stuck in a friggin' position for 10 to 15 to God knows how many hours. But, and I can't move. Like, no, that, that would be, me. like, that is just not going to work for me. I just know. I already, I already know. I'm, I'm excited for the pub birth recap. <laughs> <laughs> I told Amanda, it's like, well, like, long story short, like, like, I was telling Amanda this, my parents think I'm crazy. They're, they still think I'm going to back out. And I'm like, nope. Like, I, like, I, my dad was talking about the shower. And he's uh-huh. like, I know she wants to do a pub birth. And I'm like, okay, moving on. I don't want to hear any more opinions. But I, you know, I, I was telling Justin this the other day too. I'm like, Women, you know, like back in the day, would like squat in a field and have a baby. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, so true. like it, yeah. it's the medical thing happened later on. So yeah. I'm not saying anything like against doctors, but like I just know myself. I'm not a hospital person. I don't like to be locked down. Like as much as, of course, I would like a relief of pain. I don't want to be stuck to the same thing for ten to fifteen hours. Yeah. I know that's not my personality. I'm not going to do well with that. Flashing the lights on me, checking me every two seconds, like it's it just not me. Fifteen hours, right? You never know. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it could be forty-eight. Yeah, right. Yeah, you never know. Who knows? But it's like that's the other thing too. Is like I was, you know, I was telling Amanda this, and I kind of feel like it's a blessing in disguise, like in a different way, like kind of how, like with you, with your name and everything. It's like, long story short, I had a, I had a midwife in the beginning of my pregnancy, mm-hmm. and then 
my insurance was a whole shit show, and I, I, I went like, through this with her. Oh I my god, I called her. Yeah, I called her like crying every two seconds because she knows insurance and she knows doctors, and so I was constantly because insurance never wants to cover the right. stuff I take called yeah. vigil, and I have a fight with them every single year that really? last month. Yeah, so yeah. she understands like yeah. the shit yeah. I was going through. It's my first pregnancy, so like I have no idea. I'm so lost. I'm so confused. I'm like. What do I do? This is so Dial crazy. Zero. I know, right? I'm like, this is crazy. I even said the insurance. I'm like, F you. You're stressing me while I'm in the beginning. Dial 22 to go fucking <laughs> Exactly. I was like, how do you, you stress this now. person? Like, how do you stress this person who's growing this child? And I said to one of the insurance people, I'm like, so you realize you're not supposed to stress, like, a pregnant like mm-hmm. woman. And yeah. you're not supposed to stress, especially when the beginning of the baby. Yet you guys are stressing, like, the fuck out of me. Yeah. And they absolutely. were like, oh, we're so sorry. And I'm like, oh, we're no, so sorry. Sorry, they're not sorry at all. Like they give two shits. So, anyways, long story short, I'm like on the phone with every freaking agent, doing this, doing that, and they keep shoving me around. They keep trying to send me to all these doctors I've never heard of, all these doctors who I'm not comfortable seeing. I look up their reviews and I'm like, uh, hell no, don't touch me with a ten foot pole. And long story short, we're in by the way, the weirdest, yes, location. the weirdest locations I, I ever. Like, I kept sending them to her. I'm like, like, what is this? I'm like, you wouldn't to fucking go there to go to Target because right. they had that one thing you wanted yeah. and they exactly. you'd be like never mind <laughs> you figure drive out. like 20 miles right. out of the way for you don't want to yes. go to these areas no. for that you're like fuck yeah. it no fuck it I'm not doing it and yeah. so I said to her I'm like I'm like this is crazy and Justin and I like kind of you know got pregnant out of nowhere and didn't really expect to so it was like I was on HMO still because I didn't care because I was cheap and it was like whatever. But then learning being on HMO, being pregnant, (laughs) never again because they send you through the ringer. So that's what happened to me. So I finally said, Justin, I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so upset. I am getting a midwife. Like I cannot handle this. And so I've been recommended all the midwives. I finally found one. I loved her. Like we gelled. Everything was great. Unfortunately, her main office is in Pasadena and that was already a schlep from from my other house. And so I was like, oh, forget that. So I started with her, but then like Justin was like, we got to figure out something that works better. That's not going to be as crazy yeah. for you. Pasadena from here, even from where you were right. before. Right. Well, as I'm saying, it's too far. So, uh, so anyway, so she like so she was trying to help me find someone, and then my plan switched over, and we fought them. We got them to switch it halfway through. Thank God, my insurance broker was able to like mess with the system that's and good. get them to change yeah. it. So I went to PPO. So I was able then to get a doctor. And I found a doctor that I really liked, and we gelled. And long story short, this whole pregnancy, I've been seeing her. Love her. She's also a Reiki master. She, like, totally works with midwives. Like, she That's gets awesome. it, yeah. which is great. So, last week, she walks in. I told me I wanted just hysterical cry. I, I she, was crying for you. I know you were. She walks into the office, and I could tell something's wrong. And I'm, like, and I'm looking at her, like, oh, my God, what's wrong with my daughter? And she's, like, no, 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 nothing's wrong with you or the baby. I have to talk to you, though, about something. And I'm, like okay uh, yeah and she's like well my dad you know and i knew her dad was sick but she's like my dad's been really sick and he's getting worse and unfortunately oh, my family has decided like we're gonna take him on his like last trip as like a last you know hurrah and i'm like okay and she goes and it's literally when you're due and i'm like oh, fuck me like yeah. you've got to be shitting me and so I said to Amanda, I'm like, this this is not happening. Like, I was finally okay with, like, somewhat of a hospital birth. But, yeah. like, with this woman, because of the way she was going to let things roll. And it was sure. going to still be on my, like, wavelength, this and that. And I finally said to Amanda, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, it's got to be a blessing in this. Like, it's, it truly has to be a blessing yeah. in disguise. Like, there's a reason something happened and, like, this switch. Because, like, how, how do you, you can't make that shit up. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like, she, this yeah. whole time she's been seeing me, everything's been good. And now, when I'm like in the last few weeks, I'm almost turned. I, I have lost like, my shit in her. I, I told my mom the story, and yeah. she was like, "What?" Oh, my mom! My mom flipped. I mean, I said to Justin, like, I did lose it for a few minutes on her, but then I said to her, I was like, 
But at the same time, like, I'm a very family-oriented person. And if it was my dad, like, I would want someone to understand that, like, I need to be there you know, for that. It's not that. It's everything else. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Well, and I, I even said to Amanda, I felt really comfortable by, by my doctor because she had 20, she has 20 other patients around, mm-hmm. you know, my due date and other thing. And she was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not telling them because I don't want to deal with all this. She goes, but you have been through so much. And we got so close, I didn't want to do you wrong. And I was like, sure. well, I appreciate that. Because I could only imagine if I had gone into delivery. Yeah, I know. And, and then, then she's not there, I would up. flip my yeah. friggin' ass off. Exactly. You know? And even though they say it's only for the end, it doesn't matter. It's like, you still have that relationship. You still have that yeah. connection. It's like, no, 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 no. I need to know, like, that person is there. Not some random stranger sure. who walks in. And you're like, oh, hey, what, what was your name? Oh, we're about to get down. You know, like, I, I can't handle that. No, I would, I would have, like, felt the same way. You know? I was just yeah, like, I'd... no way. So now... I found another midwife who's here in the valley, and I really like her, and I'm going to end up going with her, and she believes in my tub birth and, like, having way more of the options of what I wanted from the beginning, and I said to Justin, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, if I end up hating it, then I end up hating it, and I know for the next baby, but, like, I'm not going to know. I've never gone through birth before. You You never know until you try. So, it is what it is. Everyone's like, you're crazy, and I'm like, you know what? I... You know what, Chanel, I was talking to her last mm-hmm. night, your good friend uh, who we've had on the podcast, Fit Fab Well by Chanel. We're she, gonna have her back on. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. And, and I had her on my blog recently, too, talking about like pregnancy and how to eat healthy and everything. And she and I were going back and forth on messages last night. And I said to her, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, a lot of people are giving me, you know, a lot of shit for it. And she goes, you know what? So many women enjoy that. So, like, you don't know if you're going to like it or not like it. Like, mm-hmm. like you just said, you have to just do what you yeah. want to do. And that's what I'm finally doing. I'm kind of just like, shutting everybody else out and just doing what I want to do. And if I end up hating it, I end up hating it. Like, it is what it is. I mean, worst case scenario, you go to a hospital. Right. Well, yeah. and that's the other thing, too. It's like I was talking to my midwife. And, it's, and she's and a doctor. She ha- and she's a doctor. And she has a backup doctor at this hospital next door. And she was like, if you literally get to a place where you can't handle it anymore to the point where, like, I'm like, okay, now I'm worried about you, I will then, check you in. Yeah. I will take you and I will stay that's with good, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, well, that's good. I, I don't want to keep that in my head. It's reassuring. Yeah. It's like I said, Justin, I'm like, I don't want to keep that in my head as like a tap out, but like, at least I know, God yeah. forbid, if Absolutely. I can't handle, then like, she'll take me mm-hmm. and I have that option. Absolutely. So I feel like I mean, it's kind of best of both worlds. It's a, yeah, exactly. You're getting you know? the best of both worlds and it's always nice to know that you got to fall back just in case. Yes, of course. And, and she even said that to me, she goes, listen, she goes, God forbid anything goes where I feel like I no longer can have control. Yeah. The hospital is five minutes from me. Yeah. I have a backup doctor there who you will meet who is incredible and he's on my wavelength and he understands midwives and Good. he gets it and she's like, I'm not, I'm not going to play a hero. Like if something's not going right, Good. we will take you. You know, so I'm like, okay, well, as long as I know that, yeah. to me, like there's nothing wrong with that no, and hopefully knock on wood I have a very yeah, natural absolutely. easy birth because my first baby and you know I and I haven't had any issues so it should be fine but you know it's just it's nice to know but I was telling Amanda like I'm like I will instruct you through your whole pregnancy when you get pregnant because this has been the most shit show no of I life. feel so I was saying to, to Ethan I'm like I feel so prepared <laughs> to have like cry Amanda every Chanel, week Chanel is within like a few weeks of yeah, she's two three yeah. weeks behind you yeah Chanel and I are close wow. so I just feel like I'm going to be super prepared you are and you're going to have all your questions answered and when they, yeah, when they bring you in for set. some bogus <laughs> test you're going to be like no well, and that's like, it. Like, I, from the beginning like I I don't plan on I, I'm just gonna say like I, I don't really believe in a lot of this. I yeah. people like we're, by the way, 
We we were born. They didn't yeah. do half of this shit. My mom says that all the time. My mom's exactly. like, and you were fine. Everyone was <laughs> fine. Yeah. There are people with, yeah. with perfectly Well, babies were actually, babies. some of them were better than fine than now, to be honest. I, I know. I feel like, I just, I feel like this whole thing is like a It's mess. crazy. I mean, I'm lucky that I'm close to Cedars, so that's where I will definitely sure. yeah. my. Well, they also do temperance. No, I know. I, I know now they, it's like a different floor. Or yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. I might do that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. She's like waiting for my birthday cap. <laughs> no, no, but that's what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I do no, of course know, not. You're like, not going to know. Although, although Allison, previous guest, yes. Allison, yeah. also like UCLA, teacher. but yeah. the truth is, Cedars is like two seconds. Yeah, it's right back. Just there. around the corner. Yeah. I just don't think that like, I, yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me to do it someplace. Yeah, someplace of course. Else, Unless you jealous of the traffic. Love. Yeah. yeah. The traffic going to UCLA can be a nightmare. Whereas, yeah. like, even if the traffic is absolutely the worst to Cedars, yeah. it could be 20 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, in, usually in, they I mean, say... Like, there's an accident, 20 police and three people right. over. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then you have traffic. No, but, like, I mean, Dr. Yeah. Like, you, like, you know this, always yeah. from studies, like... Usually, your first baby doesn't just pop out. Like, oh no! You usually yeah, have you're right. Be yeah, you minimum wait. twelve. Usually exactly. It's like twenty four you, hours your body or doesn't, of labor. Doesn't know what's going on. I want something yeah. to like binge on Netflix during the process. <laughs> yeah. Like I hope. Like I do. Totally. When like orange is the new black. <laughs> like, just coordinate. <laughs> tell tell Eve. Be like, all right. So wait, this no, I'm comes so, out. I'm so mad at Netflix. So love, which my husband oh, and I were I planning on watching on Valentine's Day, did not come out on Valentine's Day this year, as it has screwed it screwed <laughs> screwed their date. And like, yeah, they showed the trailer. Not the same Netflix. Not the same. No, not the it's same. Not. not the same. So what do you wait? Back, back, <laughs> so what, what do you? So what? procedures do you perform in people and how can you perform them in people some and also you're sure. the only one doing this yes. yeah the whole like, like yeah, traveling so med spa is pretty amazing only so. one so far in LA um it's not like I have a like a truck or food truck kind of thing I'm not doing <laughs> procedures in a van definitely not you like imagine, like an ATM machine wait I've just, seen like Billboard. There's a billboard in front of the Whole Foods on Santa Monica mm-hmm. and um, Fairfax. It says uh, Botox, eight dollars a unit. I know. Shut up. Yeah, and it's. Ew. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you can yeah. Botox if they're exactly. advertising. Yeah, you know, that's I terrible. I don't even know how much it is, but I'm like. I, that's like when you see the cool sculpting things on the on the side of the road, and it's like fifty dollars if you call in advance, and I'm like, Ugh, are you kidding? It's like, really, really scary. That is scary. So right. many of these med spas in every city across the country. Uh, LA, Orange County, they're a dime a dozen. And yeah. the problem is you don't know who is doing the procedure. Um, sometimes a doctor will advertise for the procedures mm-hmm. or advertise for the practice, but they're nowhere to be seen. Um, so, you know, the California law is that uh, med spas have to be fifth, minimum of 51% owned by a doctor. Um, <laughs> so majority share owned by a doctor. So some of them are 100%, some of them are 51 and then the other 49 has to be a nurse nurse practitioner, or a PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much it. So that's the law when you open up the practice. But there's no law that says the doctor has to be doing the procedure. They're just the ones on the books for the corporation and for the business. So what happens is when you go into these med spas, you know, the doctor may be you know, plastered on the front of you know, advertising mm-hmm. the practice, but the doctor's nowhere to be seen. He's got you know, some other practice somewhere where he's doing something else or, for that matter, sitting on a beach. And uh, you, he may collecting a check exactly yeah, just collecting right. a check. Exactly. His worker bees are the nurses, the nurse practitioners, the PAs, and some of the estheticians. 
So in California, the law is that estheticians can't go below the epidermis. And the epidermis is just the top mm -hmm. layer of your skin. So they can't pierce the skin below that. Mm -hmm. So they can do, uh, the estheticians can do facials, they can do microdermabrasion, things like that, where mm -hmm. it's just on the surface. Um, and anyone that's above the esthetician, so like an RN, nurse practitioner, or PA, can go below it. And of course, doctors can do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when you go into these med spas, you're more than likely, one, almost 100%, going to get treated by a non-doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's why they can charge less, because they're going more on volume-based, plus you know their employees are not paid like doctors are paid, so they're they're, they can charge a little bit less, but then there's, you know, the, the Groupons and the Living Socials and the Gilts and all those uh, websites where you can get oh, discounted. Yeah. Major discounts. Yeah, huge discounts. There's always some kind of catch. The catch is usually, oh, you know, six, seven, eight dollars a unit, but then it's only for 20 units. Right. Um, or <laughs> Don't forget to use by the next two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Minimal I time. Guilt City, I think, is well curated. I wouldn't do it from Groupon. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't do it from a living social people. Living yeah, social. no. I don't, do people still use them yeah, in they social? Do. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's really sketchy. There's something <laughs> sketchy about living social. Yeah, yeah is, it's for sure. It's very, very questionable, yeah. you know, um, who, number one, where are you going, who's doing the, the actual injections, um, you know, especially sometimes when I see these prices, I'm like, they're not making any money at all. They're actually losing money off of these procedures, if that's the case, which, you know, usually I would hope they're not going to be losing money. So that means one of two things. Either they're using um, not legit product, which is possible. I know places that order it from China and from Europe and get it cheaper. Um, and so you don't know whether it's legit product um, or... They're over diluting the the bottle or over diluting the the actual uh, filler syringe. Um, so yeah, I've heard both, of that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Botox is pretty easy because Botox comes as a, a powder from Allergan, the company that makes it. So the doctor know, has to put saline in it to make it a solution. Obviously, yeah. um, so you can put you know the, the Allergan. I don't want to get too technical, but Allergan recommends two and a half milliliters or two and a half cc's of of saline. Mm -hmm. So what'll happen is that means every tenth of a syringe. So mm -hmm. syringe is usually a one cc syringe. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously divided into tenths. So you're getting 0.1 every time you inject. So that 0.1, if you do two and a half mLs, two and a half mLs cc's of, of saline, that means every time I poke you, every time I put in a tenth, you're getting four units. So that's the only thing you have to kind of remember for me is that every time I poke the person, I'm putting in about four units because mm -hmm. I'm going to do a tenth of a, an injection every time I poke you. Um, so what will happen is that, and again, this is this unfortunate, you know, I learned these things along the way of all the shady stuff that goes on, but what will happen is, is that the med spa will put in five mLs of saline. They'll double the, wow. the dilution. That's crazy. Right? So when the, and what will happen is you don't have a clue what's going on because when the, the doctor or more than likely a nurse, nurse practitioner, PA, whoever walks Wait, in. Is it? Yeah, they're somewhere in some room outside of Right, so you're not room. seeing it. So wow. you come in or they come into your examining room with this clear syringe, looks legit because it's, you know, got clear solution. That's they may even scary. bring the bottle of Botox next to it to look Yeah, that's syringe, really scary. But you don't have a clue what, what is actually in that bottle or in that syringe. And wow. they'll inject you, and what'll happen is, you know, say you needed 20 units for your forehead, just arbitrarily. Mm -hmm. So what'll happen is you got the 20 units. You think you got the 20 units. 
What actually is you got, uh, because they double diluted the bottle, is you got 10 units. Shit. And then you got about a 50-50 chance because more than likely 10 units is not going to be enough because if you really needed 20, you need 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you got 10, they'll take a chance. And some of this stuff, I hate to say, is a little bit of placebo effect, meaning you go home, you're used to seeing your face one way, and then you got an injection and you think, oh, I got a little bit of improvement and you're happy with it. So for probably half or maybe a little bit less than half, those patients will never call back. And three, four months later, they'll call back and get another reinjection on schedule. Mm-hmm. And then they're happy. But the thing is, is that they got cheated out of those 10 units because they really got, uh, only got 10 when That's they should have so gotten 20. That's so shady, though. It's and like, then the other half, so like what'll happen is spot. absolutely shady, you know? So And then what'll happen is that the other half of the patients that complain They'll come back, but they think it's legit, right? They right. think they got 20 units. And so they'll call, and they'll be like, hey, you know, I know you put in 20. No, lo and behold, they only got 10, but sure. they, they think they got 20. And they're like, you know, I got some improvement, but not enough. Right. And so there's nothing they can, they can do. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, all these places will offer touch-ups. Yeah. So they'll come back and get the touch-up. They'll get it for a little bit of a discount than what they initially paid for. Mm-hmm. But essentially they'll say, oh, yeah, you probably need another touch-up of about 10 more units. So the patient thinks they got 30 units in their forehead when they actually only got 20, you know? That's nuts. Like, I don't know how these people are. And I we've talked on other podcasts. I, I have a lot of issues with shady doctors. Oh, yeah. Um, long story short. And, like, I just, I don't know how they are allowed to get away with this. Oh, it's and there's like no rec- there's like there no isn't. recourse. Well now I guess there's Yelp. But like Yeah, so yeah, but still, you know, the reviews kind of and everything. I mean, maybe if if they're lucky, you know, they have a I mean if they're lucky they get away with it, but um, somebody maybe a whistleblower, you know, a disgruntled employee, someone reports them and then they get screwed, you know, then they get caught. And and that's why there's so many of these med spas that are a literally fly by night. You'll see them open up and within six months they're gone. And then you got to wonder whether they just can't afford to compete because prices are so low and they just need numbers. So mm-hmm. it's more quality, quantity versus quality. Or they got caught and they just shut down because they got caught by World right. Health or whoever it is and then they shut down. And even fillers, like I thought, so fillers come pre-filled. There's no saline Wait, in can fillers. you explain the difference? Yeah, I think, oh, sure. I think yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the difference yeah. between yeah. Botox and fillers. Yeah, okay, totally. so totally, totally different. Uh, Botox is, you know, stands for botulinum toxin. It's made by Allergan. There's two other competitors. One's Dysport and one's Zeomin. They're smaller players in the field, but uh, basically all three of them are botulinum toxin. So, so is bo- it the same thing, just like the molecule is a little bit like too Yeah, different? I mean, they're, they're a little bit exactly. They're slightly different molecules. Some people, they, I mean, Botox has been around for almost 20 years now. Um, I think it's like eight, 17 or 18 years since wow. Botox Cosmetic got approved. The other two are smaller players in the field. They've only been around. Like uh, Disport got approved in 2009, I think. Sounds um, like something you play tennis in there. I know. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I personally don't like that name, Disport. <laughs> and then Zeomin is um, uh, only been around for like three or four years. So they're definitely newer uh, players on the, on the block, but they do have some um, followers and they're cheaper. You know, that's the main thing. They, they're cheaper. I tend to stick with Botox. I used to work for Allergan. I was going to say, I want you to tell everyone what you used to do because yeah. I think, I was it, say I think it makes you, 
I think it honestly just like makes you more qualified to be doing what you're doing. Absolutely, now. you know, I, I agree. And and so I used to I what brought me to California was a job with Allergan and they're the makers of Botox and I was the Botox medical director. So I didn't ever sold it. Um, I worked in clinical research, uh, developing Botox for different things, but uh, cosmetic as well, of course, but but Botox has been used and injected in literally every organ in the body. So uh, Allergan decided to go after two main areas, uh, migraines, or sorry, neurology and urology. So for neurology, you have migraine headaches and chronic pain. And for urology, you have overactive bladder and uh, enlarged prostates in men. So I was working in both those areas. Um, I worked to get uh, Botox um, to the FDA for approval for migraines. And then after that, I moved over to urology, where it was Botox for overactive bladder and uh, what they call BPH, which is basically a medical term for enlarged prostates in men. And so anyways, the long story short is that I learned a ton about Botox, and I never had to sell it. So there was no angle. There was no, right. like, I'm trying just to convince you. It. This is just, here it is. This is the product. This is the side effects. Literally is, an expert. Yeah. Yeah, and I became kind of an expert in Botox. Um, on knowing all the good and the bad. So when patients ask me, hey, I know what the good effects are, but tell me what the bad is. And I don't have an angle on it. I can tell you exactly what it'll do, what it causes, what are the bad effects. So I use that, that knowledge. And of course, you know, I, I, when I was at Allergan, I learned about all their other cosmetic products. They have Juvederm, their, their dermal fillers. They have Latisse for eyelash growth. They have all these cosmetic How do you products. I feel about Latisse. I was going to ask the same thing. Because I have heard very different. So have I. I was going to say, and sure. I can edit this if you don't like it. No, 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 it's okay. But I, mean, I, have, I have heard like different things yeah, about it. Yeah, we do. Positive and negative. And like, I feel like, you know, I just don't want to mess with like my vision. Yeah. Sure. Well, so here's the thing. So Latisse is actually a glaucoma drug. So it was called Lumigan. Uh, so Allergan was always known as an ophthalmology company. Uh, before they develop Botox for cosmetic. And now, since Botox, they've become almost more primarily an aesthetics company. But mm-hmm. back in the day, you know, 30, 40 years ago, when they had uh, the company developed all these products, they were ophthalmology. So they developed this glaucoma drug. Well, when it was going through clinical trials, kind of like what I was doing for Botox, they realized that when you put these drops in your eyes to treat patients with glaucoma, which, you know, if people don't know, glaucoma means uh, an increased intraocular pressure. So like mm-hmm. you have hypertension for blood, you have uh, glaucoma for your eyes. So if you have increased pressure in your eye, um, you have glaucoma. So uh, they developed this drug, a drop, basically put directly in your eye, and it would decrease the pressure in your eye. But what they realized in clinical trials is that all these people that were putting this drop directly in their eyes started getting increased eyelash growth. So at the time when Lumigan was going through clinical trials, they already had developed Botox for clinical, I mean, for uh, wrinkles. Mm-hmm. So it totally fit in their portfolio. Port- this is feet. the best side effect ever. Right, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Because it's like, wow, you got Botox for cosmetic. They hadn't developed, uh, I think maybe they were in the process of developing dermal fillers. Mm-hmm. So they're always, they're already moving into this cosmetic line. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, like they call it serendipitous discovery, you know, where it just completely fit their portfolio. You got this glaucoma drug that they need for glaucoma, but also uh, grows eyelashes. So the problem is that you don't want to put a drop that treats glaucoma directly in your eye for someone who doesn't have glaucoma. So when you get Latisse, when you buy it from, when you get a prescription from me or a doctor and you fill it and get it uh, at your home, they come with 60 sterile brushes. 
So 30 for your left eye, 30 for mm -hmm. your right eye. Mm -hmm. So the key, I tell people, the key, 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 don't ever put it directly in your eye. Because number one, obviously, you don't want to, if you don't have glaucoma, you don't want to put a drug for glaucoma in your eye because you're right. dropping the pressure even lower. than. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to get low blood, uh, pressure in your eye. But So that's obvious. But the other obvious thing is that you're treating your eyelashes. So you want to use the brush and brush just the that interface of the edge of your eyelid and mm -hmm. eyelash, and that's it. Because the problem is the side effects of putting it directly in your eye, and that was the other side effect they found out when they did, went it through. It changes the color. Yeah, right. so your iris, that's which crazy. is your colored portion of your eye, it can darken it. So for people with brown eyes um, and uh, maybe like a really dark blue or even black eye, um, black irises, it's not going to make much difference, but right. for the lighter eyes, that's what I was going to say. My girlfriend had blue eyes. She and now the light has green blue. Eyes. Yeah, it it's will wild. change, it's and you have to. And she tripped. Yeah, and you have to watch out because if you get that in your eye and not just in your eyelash, that little uh, mm -hmm. you know the hair follicle right. region of your eyelash, then there's a good possibility that it will darken that eye. Could you just use so, like a cotton pad and just like you can. apply it? You can, it? but the problem yeah. is it's not sterile. So that's oh. why they really, really want you be, to use the sterile brush. So it takes some skill. No, but you put while on, you're brushing it, just to make sure you oh, poke yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you can. I mean, as much as you can to cover up yeah. the eye so you don't right. get any liquid, yeah, any point. part of that drop it's not everybody thinks about that. in the eye. Oh, so I'll tell you this. It works... It works really well, um, but the problem is that you can't control. Like what it'll do is that it'll it'll uh, cause more eyelashes to grow in between uh, the ones that you currently have. Mm -hmm. Plus, it'll cause the current ones that you have to grow longer. Mm -hmm. So you have, you know, if your five fingers say are eyelashes, mm -hmm. you'll have eyelashes that's growing really in between. That's really not a problem. I feel like that's a dream. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. So I'll tell you this. It does work well. So it'll cause these to grow in between plus the ones that you originally have to grow longer. But the problem is they grow in like every direction. So you have mm -hmm. to watch out. Sometimes you get corneal abrasions because they're growing in the wrong direction and they start, you know, basically hitting your eyeball. So a lot of the, you know, patients that are really getting, you know, it's all patient dependent some have mm -hmm. more growth than others but some of them end up at their ophthalmologist or optometrist to have them poked and pulled out yeah. because they're literally growing like they're turning around and growing in the wrong direction because it's so much growth oh sounds awful so yeah so you have to it's a it's a hit or I'm, miss I'm kidding. Like, it works I think it would be great to have no it's I, I castor oil my eyelashes sometimes but it actually, yeah I've done castor oil I, I keep my, 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 my lashes and on my brows mm -hmm. yeah I do it on my it's life changing for it brows it is yeah it hasn't really done much for my eyelashes, but oh, I think... Oh, really? I, I feel like... I don't do it consistently. Yeah, you have to do it consistently. Like, when I was doing it, I was doing it a lot, yeah. and it was working. But I think it's got to be, like, consistent for the lashes. Whereas brows, maybe not as much. I don't know why, but they don't. you don't need it as much. No, you you really don't. Yeah. So what, so what are fillers? So, what so yeah. fillers... Fillers are what they call hyaluronic acid. Mm -hmm. So it's something you already have in your skin, but they basically externally... Uh, manufactured it it's a thick fluid um, it, it basically it is a fluid um, it comes in a pre-filled 1cc syringe uh, from whatever company Allergan makes Juvederm and and uh, Vol Volure and Volbella um, the let's see Galderma makes Restylane and the Restylane products right um, so there's you know multiple ones what, what that you are can the get. Difference between, I know so I was gonna ask all of them yeah so right. 
honestly, you work if with you're a bunch looking, of them, right? yeah. So honestly, the the fillers are essentially all hyaluronic acid. They all compete against each other. Um, Sculptro is a little bit different. Sculptro is a different product made by um, MERS Pharmaceuticals, and and it's you know for specific things, it's not a hyaluronic acid. It's a little bit thicker and lasts a little bit longer. But people don't like it because it, it can cause, um, you know, some people don't like it, I should say, because it can cause a little bit of lumpiness and it does last a little bit too long sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so people actually use it for like butt injections. Um, you can use oh, sculptural wow. syringes. I to feel like if you're at the point of butt. butt injections, maybe you should reevaluate. I know, I was going to say, I was like, isn't that kind of like exactly. you should reevaluate your life? <laughs> so, but yeah, fillers, they're basically this thick substance. It looks and feels like silicone or molasses, except. It's clear. Um, and you basically just truly, they call it dermal filler because it literally fills in spaces. Um, so with Botox, Botox is a botulinum toxin and it, it paralyzes, temporarily paralyzes muscles or what they call relaxes muscles, probably the more you know, um, right. nicer term to use instead of paralyzing. Right. So you put it into a muscle, your facial wrinkles are muscles, your, basically your facial muscles, your frown line between your eyebrows, that's another muscle, your wrinkles along the side of your face, or uh, so along the side of your eyes, I should say, are yeah, crow's feet. Yeah, we need to talk about that. I, I'm getting nuts. So those, they're all muscles, right? And you right. put Botox directly in it, and mm -hmm. it basically temporarily paralyzes or relaxes those muscles. It feels so good. By the way, if you've not had, I really enjoy, I, I enjoy getting injected <laughs> with Botox, and I enjoy that it kills afterwards. I don't know oh, yeah. why. I'm very weird. Yes, you are. I was going to say, most people are going to say they do not enjoy it. Like, they no. enjoy the effects. Like, they enjoy that they yeah. get to see it, but they don't like, enjoy the feel. I kind of enjoy the pain. Yeah. <laughs> see, so you might be all right in labor. <laughs> Exactly. So that's that's botulinum toxin or Botox. Right. And then for fillers, totally different. Doesn't do anything to the muscle. Um, it's not a toxin. It's basically hyaluronic acid, which is, you know, again, like this thick, clear substance, and it fills in spaces. So you put in, for Botox, it's, it's primarily your eyes and up. So the three main areas are crow's feet, frown lines, and, and facial wrinkles. Um, and, or forehead wrinkles, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, and then for fillers, it's um, below your eyes and, and down to your chin. So the main areas are underneath the eyes, your cheeks, um, your laugh lines, which are the lines between your nose and your lips, mm -hmm. um, your marionette lines, which are the lines between your lips and your chin, um, and then, of course, the lips itself. So those are the main areas that you can put in fillers in a lot of different areas, but those are the main areas. And all it is is filling in, literally filling in spaces. It's a thick fluid that fills in spaces. It needs to be massaged down a little bit after I inject, but essentially it's filling in spaces. Um, so huge difference, obviously, in mechanism of action, but also between, I mean, Botox and fillers, but it also, uh, the length of how long it lasts, the duration, is a lot different. So Botox typically lasts about three to four months on average. The younger you are, the longer it'll last. So typically, if you're in your 20s, it may last. If you're lucky, it may last up to about five to six months. Um, if you're above 30, it's typically about three months, three to four months mm, on average. Um, that's 30s, really 40s, good. 50s, mm. yeah. Every three months, um, you'll be coming in for a reinjection. For fillers, definitely a little bit longer. The older fillers like Juvederm um, and Restylane, the company may tell you, you know, nine months. Um, I can tell you from my experience that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, four to six months is average, um, usually about six mm -hmm. for the older fillers. 
Now the newer fillers, um, there's uh, Volbella for the lips and uh, Velo- or, uh, Velour, um, which Allergan Everything makes. sounds like a stripper name. I know, I know. right? <laughs> I'm like, it's like very fancy. Right? <laughs> so those, they, again, the company Volubar, tells you... Five. <laughs> the company will tell you over a year. Um, I think my personal experience seems to be about nine months or so. So you definitely get a little bit more length duration of action, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the two bread and butters for almost every med spa, including myself. Um, I come into your home. I can do all these procedures in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, with Botox, typically you don't need numbing cream. With fillers, typically, I know, Amanda, you don't, but, no. but typically people need numbing cream uh, or some anesthetic. If it's not numbing cream, they'll just put some lidocaine in there. But I use numbing cream. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes to take effect. Um, it'll get numb, um, and then you inject and that's pretty much it. And then... Uh, so you just do, because we have to wrap up in a minute. Sure. So we have... So you basic... What do you do? So you do fillers, you do Botox. What else can you do at someone's house? Yeah, yes, so, exactly. Absolutely. So I do the vampire facial. Um, the technical name is uh, platelet-rich plasma, or the blood facial. Mm-hmm. That's basically using your own blood. I spin it. Um, I bring a centrifuge with me. So I draw your blood in your home. I spin it in a centrifuge. Um, remove the platelets. And then I re-inject the platelets directly in your face. And the reason why you do that is, do that is because uh, platelets contain uh, stem cells. The uh, technical really is called growth factor. So mm-hmm. the, basically what happens is without getting too technical, when you re-inject those platelets, those concentrated platelets into your face, those platelets contain the growth factor, which contains stem cells. The stem cells will start regenerating collagen. And stem cells are no joke. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. So And it's it started out in orthopedic procedures, um, worked for... Actually, uh, uh, regenerating collagen, I mean, coll- cartilage, I should say, in your joints, like your knees and your shoulders, and then it expanded in all different things, and now it's mainly used in cosmetics as well, uh, where you use the stem cells basically to regener- regenerate collagen. And collagen, the lack of or loss of collagen is the main reason why we look aged as we grow older. We're losing collagen every single year, every single decade of your life. So this is one natural so biologic <laughs> way to regenerate collagen in, in your skin. So, so if someone doesn't want to get injections, mm-hmm. this could be like a really good alternative. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Two ways to do it. There's direct injection where you just take a needle. Um, after I do the blood draw and I spin it, it yields about 10 cc's of our 10 mLs of uh, uh, platelets. Um, I can take those t- full 10 cc's and just inject away. Mm-hmm. So if you're needle averse and you don't like getting poked <laughs> 30, 40 times then that's probably not the best way to do it. <laughs> uh, but the good thing about that is you get the full 10 cc's. The other way to do it is uh, through microneedling. So I have that, and that I do that just for microneedling. I don't even have to do your blood procedures. So microneedling is basically poking tiny little holes in your face with uh, the this advanced microneedling pen. Probably better than the roller thing. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say, that's the, the old archaic generation that was the old way of doing it. That right. basically is microneedling, but now it's gotten much more sophisticated. So you have an actual pen that goes a specific depth in your skin. I can control how deep the needles will go. So it's definitely much more advanced and sophisticated than that old roller. Um, so you can do just microneedling mm-hmm. without any platelets. Um, and the whole purpose is because when you're poking holes in your skin, those tiny little holes, they're essentially damaging your skin. But the damage, you know, it's a misnomer because you are damaging your skin by poking holes, but you're also forcing your skin to rejuvenate, uh, forcing mm. your skin to resurface. 
And your skin, luckily, like a lot of a few other organs in your body, it has its ability to rejuvenate, to resurface mm -hmm. and heal itself. And so it's great for skin tightening, for acne scars, for some melasma, which are those uh, age spots mm -hmm. um, that, you know, typically you get when you're like in your 40s and 50s and older. Great for that. So you can just do microneedling once a month um, and you don't have to put any blood, any platelets or... You can do the, the vampire facial where... Wait, should where I actually... not be microneedling like a few times a week like myself? I just, I have one. You can. On. You can, absolutely, yeah. You can, but it's <laughs> a little... Minute is everything herself. I, it's our... I am a little bit of a... Well, no, but you find everyone, <laughs> everyone does that, though. Yeah. I, right. I had like a... I actually had a really fancy one, but the refill things are oh, so expensive. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't really think it's that effective, so... Right. Right. I'm, I'm cheap. So you do that at people's house. So you're all mm -hmm. over the LA area. LA, all over LA. LA even some Orange County. Yep. Um, I do go down to like North North Orange County. I'll go down there. So, um, but yeah, I come to people's homes. All you gotta do is call me. It's a one man show. So when you call me, you get me on the phone. You get me for the consult, and you get me at your doorstep. There's no one else coming to yeah, your house. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, there's not going to be like me doing the consult and then a Wait, nurse I or another doctor. I also want to say like Dr. Sal is really discreet. Like you don't very think, like when he comes in, like he looks like your accountant. He's very <laughs> he does. Very true. But, like, he's well he dressed. He's like rolling thing yep. and he's always well dressed and yep. you're like, oh, that's definitely their accountant. <laughs> yep. Exactly. exactly. Where's the so doctor? Totally. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate you can that. Get a, if you're getting it done at work or yep. something or no whatever. One no one will have no any idea. Oh yeah. We've sent, we've sent him yeah. to tons of friends, and I've sent him tons of so many clients of mine, and they're like, oh my God, he's not only amazing, Stephanie but he's, you. yeah, but he's discreet, and he's, like, easy, and you don't even feel, like, like uncomfortable, that, like, you're getting it done, like, you don't feel shameful, which is great. Awesome. Thank you so much for the, the kind words. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, very discreet. No... There's no indication that I'm a doctor. There's nothing on my car, plaster, right. yeah, that no, says say, not I'm at a mobile yeah. spa. There, I don't wear a white coat. <laughs> um, there's no stethoscope, absolutely nothing. It's just yeah. a blue bag that I bring, a little roller bag um, that has obviously my medical equipment. And you um, take everything with you. Like, yeah, and that's the other thing too. For biohazard, you know, I, I have to, for that matter, bring everything. I mean, I take everything with me that I brought with. So, you know, there's nothing thrown away in your home. The only thing I use probably is a sink um, to wash my hands. That's pretty much it. It's, it's um, nothing left behind. Kind of like Burning Man, but also nothing like Burning yeah. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a terrible <laughs> analogy. say, oh, Amanda Lauren. Uh, so your website is Dr. Sal. What about your, your social? And this will all be yeah. in the show notes. Yeah, we'll everyone. put everything in there to plug you in. Everyone sure. is awesome. going to, like, uh, you're going to be so Yeah, I'm sure everyone's going to be hitting you up and you're going to be like, like oh, my God. I'm going to see you again because you're going to be booked for <laughs> the rest of my life. No worries. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, yeah, it's drsal.com. D-R-S-A-L um, and then uh, the social media uh, you can go to Facebook is Dr. Sal's Mobile Med Spa mm -hmm. uh, Instagram is uh, I wish I jumped on this earlier because yeah. I wish I just had Dr. Sal with no underscore but I think it's underscore Dr. underscore Sal we'll double regardless check though yeah we'll double yeah. check it and put it there but regardless if you just put in the the search for Instagram and put Dr. Sal it'll show up yeah it'll show up and if you just google and you they'll find link you on your, isn't there a link to your Instagram on yeah. your website on the website yeah. it has a link well, and if yeah. you just google him he comes right up yeah. yeah and on that note before we let you go um, so we're very excited
excited for you that you have an article coming out in Allure. Yes. That is amazing. Yes. Thank so you, that thank we, you. people should look out for that, right? Absolutely. It's coming out on the April issue. It'll Woo-hoo. be out uh, newsstands Perfect late March. Perfect way to start spring. Um, no, it's usually early March that the Oh. Yeah, so hopefully. It depends yeah. because of awards, sometimes they push. Yeah, if it, if it goes online before we, I don't know when we're posting this. Yeah. Because totally sure. <laughs> we're banking because we'll my friend didn't see okay. it. No, but either way, awesome. we'll put a link if it is out. Um, and that's amazing. And then you also did a spot with CBS. Yeah, so CBS has a, on their local news, um, they have something called CBS Health Watch, which is just a, like a two-minute health segment, mm-hmm. uh, something deal with, obviously, with medical or health health issues. And I was interviewed by CBS News, and the local affiliate here in L.A. Yeah. Um, and it's basically, we went into one of my patient's homes, filmed an actual procedure, and then um, they're basically doing the editing right now. And it should air sometime in March, probably so mid to late March. Yeah. Thank you. So look out for that, yeah, depending so on when be... this airs. And we'll make sure, again, if, if it's aired, we'll put it in the show notes for sure. And then if not, forgets if it's on then um, we'll definitely let you know so you guys can Absolutely. you know watch. Appreciate that. Yeah, Thank and then you. last but not least, because you got mm-hmm. so much exciting things going on. I know you, Amanda and I were talking to you about this before we started recording. You can't say much, but sure. tell us a little bit about the tease of your exciting project coming. Yeah, so I basically am coming up with a skincare line. Woo-hoo. And Yay. I'm developing it. It's in Dr. development Salabon. right now. <laughs> I know. So basically we're in the process of developing it, and then I need to get a, a patent for it. So that's going to take a little bit longer but but yeah please do stay tuned um yeah you know, that's it's, exciting it's very exciting you know i'm really looking forward to showing my patients you know the skincare line when it comes out so definitely stay I'm tuned excited. i'm we're, stoked we're as i said dr out a bottle i'm like we're, de- <laughs> we're definitely getting it 100 percent. god knows awesome. my skin's gonna eat it after i have this baby <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's so cool well thank you so much for coming on my pleasure thank we're you we're so for excited inviting to have me. you thank you and as we always we say, say be fabulous. fabulous bye and just don't be able to move your face ah, I knew that was what I was waiting for and I'm like what is she gonna <laughs> say <laughs> I know I know it's awesome. oh, <laughs> How to chain Fonda One, two, three, four Get your booty on the dance floor Work it out Shake it little mama Let me see you do the chain Fonda Five, six, seven now If you don't know, let me show you how To work it out